Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched The Amazing Race 30, Episode 3, It's Gonna Be a Fragrant Day. Spoilers ahoy, if you don't want to find out what happened in this leg of the race, then stop listening and go watch it. This was another fantastic episode. Not quite as awesome as the previous episode, but still... Very, 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 very good. Where did the teams go off to after spending time in Belgium? Well, they went to Tangier, Morocco, where many films have been shot. But, but specifically, there are some some memorable scenes. I, I believe they shot part of Mission Impossible Rogue Nation there and part of uh, Spectre. Maybe it was the opening scene of Spectre. Okay, I did some quick research. It's Born Ultimatum, which is the film they're referring to specifically in this episode. Uh, it was not the opening scene of Spectre. I got that mixed up with uh, something else. But he does go there later in the film. Uh, there's an important uh, sequence that happens in Tangier, Morocco specifically. And then Mission Impossible Rogue Nation is a lot of it takes place in Morocco, but they didn't film in Tangier itself. So anyway, two uh, two of my favorite movies. It could be three of my favorite movies, but I haven't seen the Bourne Ultimatum yet. Uh, but let let's forget about all of that. Let's talk about the race itself. Once they get to Morocco, they first have to uh, complete a task at the fish market. They have to to put fish into a bin in a very specific manner, and uh, <laughs> I think it was Cedric. His reaction immediately was to gag and throw up. Man, this whole leg of the race was rough for Cedric. Part of that was his own fault because in the next part of the race he wore his backpack the entire time. If you don't have to do that, don't do that because that's adding however much weight. In his case, he estimates that his backpack weighs 50 pounds. Going up and down stairs, following gnomes around on zip lines, not actually going on the zip lines, but the gnomes are on the zip lines. All of that. Oh, man. Uh, and then just the, the, the bad luck probably stems from the exhaustion of all that extra weight running around that uh, he had a couple of uh, slips of mind as far as finding his way back to where he needed to go and all that kind of thing. But anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. I was I was really rooting for Cedric and Sean to at least stay in the race and it was an emotional roller coaster for me because it looked like oh they're gonna they're gonna make up some time gonna get back ahead he he started off really really well on the gnome uh zipline part of the uh, part of the leg um yeah it was uh my my heart was beating every commercial break i didn't watch it live i don't i wasn't really following along on twitter because it airs earlier on the east coast and central uh, time zones than it does here in Denver on the mountain time zone. So I was out of sync with everything anyway. So like looking at everybody else's tweets, I'd already see what happens at the end, right at the beginning of me watching it live here. So I may as well just not watch it until it's on 
CBS All Access without commercials, I recommend if you like watching even just The Amazing Race, um, it, I mean, it, it is worth it just to buy it on Amazon. That's how I usually do it. Uh, but this year, I wasn't really sure because I didn't watch last season of Amazing Race, I, even though I bought it on Amazon. I still haven't watched it. And I thought, well, I don't want to buy a whole other season yet if I'm not even going to end up watching it. But I was already subscribed to CBS All Access, um, uh, spe- specifically so I could watch Star Trek, which I haven't watched more than the first like three episodes yet. Anyway, but it's great. Without commercials, CBS All Access is, is great, even just for Amazing Race. Just subscribe at the end of the season and watch it all at once. That's that's nine bucks, and you you don't have to watch any commercials. Not nine bucks. It's uh, I think it's six dollars with commercials and ten bucks without commercials. I think it's totally worth it. Anyway, I watched this live as they were on TV, so I did have the commercial breaks, and that kind of added to the drama a little bit. I think I've been more more excited, stayed more excited if there weren't those commercials because I'd go over to the other room, I'd make a sandwich or whatever. I guess I would have done that if I got hungry. I'd just pause it. Actually, what I would have done is just carry it over to the kitchen with me and continue to watch while I'm making a sandwich. And then I get all excited and then grossed out that there's fish, but then excited that there's gnomes, zip lines, and uh, what else did they even do in this thing? I don't remember the other. I have notes here. I can refer to those notes. Okay, so the fish market, they have to. They have to do that. Uh, Big Brother team. What's her name? Um, do, do, do. Jessica. Cody and Jessica. Jessica got distracted by all of these tiny little cats. I guess you could call them kittens. Uh, that were, you know, they're attracted by the fish, I guess. Um, and she picked one of them up. Those are stray cats in a in a foreign country. That's... In any country, picking up stray cats, not not great. Not a great idea. Coming from somebody who tried to befriend a wild dog in Guatemala. Probably not the best idea. And I, didn't actually, I didn't actually touch the dog. So at least there's that. It didn't let me touch it. I did try to touch it. Okay, I did try to touch it. But it didn't let me, so... I both of us were while the dog was more right than I was I suppose um anyway this this episode was a real big turnaround what I expected from the last two episodes is a certain uh amount of teams to be right at the top but that's not how it panned out at all although I am very happy I'm not gonna reveal who won yet who won this leg but third place, again, Team Extreme. They're right in there, top three every week. Keep at it. I am pulling for you. And they're the only all-female team left after uh, last week when Team Yoga, Team Goat Yoga, was eliminated. I talked to Maggie a little bit about Goat Yoga. I guess it started in Arizona. And there are a lot of people that are way into it. And I'm, it kind of puzzles me. I don't get the appeal to it. I could see why you might enjoy, because it's so weird just to do it once. It's kind of like, 
I don't know. I, I can't even think of... It's like going to a petting zoo, I guess. It's basically that, but you have the animals standing on you. But uh, to to really be into it and go to it a lot, you know, and that's your method of doing yoga... I, I don't know. I guess if I guess it's better than not doing yoga at all as far as like getting some exercise and stuff. I mean, I'm not doing I'm not doing any form of yoga. So I could probably benefit from goat yoga. But what is the actual benefit of doing that over regular yoga or other other uh forms of it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess I'll have to try it sometime. Uh, there might be some goat yoga here in Denver, and I'm missing out every day. I should be doing goat yoga. Anyway, that's not important. That was last. That was the last episode. They're gone. We got Team Extreme, the last all female team left, and they're they're going for it. And I think they can do it. I want them to do it. I want them to win because they're my favorite team. Um. And they, they did really well in, in this in this leg. Um, okay, so after the, the fish thing, they have to find these places where the, the, the gnomes... First, they have to find the gnome um, in, a, in a specific blue entryway that is kind of similar to a couple other blue entryways that get, causes some mix-ups. And uh, one team member goes and does the task, and the other one is just hanging out in that blue area... And, yeah, they have to run all around. They go up to the top of the building, and with the gnome with them, they don't have to have their backpacks, but Cedric takes his backpack, and uh, that's his downfall, uh, part part of his downfall. And he at first, he does really well. He gets a leg up on everybody. All the other people, everybody else is kind of working together and, you know, at least sticking together not letting somebody else go off because if somebody knows where they're going, you're not going to specifically not go the same place as they are. But that wasn't always the case. Sometimes it's just people sticking together because, you know, what if we do, if we split up and they go to the right place, then I'm really screwed. Whereas if we both go to the wrong place, then at least we're both in the, in the wrong place. I, I guess is the thinking behind this. It's kind of the exact opposite of last week when you have these head to, this head-to-head challenge right there at the pit stop and that it is cutthroat, whereas this one, kind of, the, the, the tendency is to work together. So Cedric is slowly wearing out as he's carrying this 50-pound backpack around up and down all these stairs across the town and it's tough because you have these tight streets um not that the the buildings are very tall maybe like two or three stories but there there's not a whole lot as far as like oh i know it's in the direction of this giant landmark that you can see from everywhere no you're in the the middle of these these streets so you have to kind of map it out while you're looking down on everything it it seemed really hard and that's uh, probably why so many of the teams had a lot of trouble with it. Uh, so Cedric, if he wasn't wearing his backpack, I think he would have just tore through this and they would have won this leg. But anyway, after they find a telephone booth, 
They have two zip lines and they go to telephone booth. They have to say a, a specific phrase to the person right there. Old school telephones, pay phones. They have coins that are in the little travel pouch of the Travelocity Gnome. Uh, that was kind of fun. And uh, they have to then go choose between drop it off or shake it off. They can either deliver food, which does not sound like much fun at all, especially after running around after this. So I don't know why Cedric and Sean chose that one. Maybe it's because he was somewhat familiar with the city now. He could just knock it out, knows exactly where he's going. Um, but shake it off, it was kind of challenging. That, But once you figure out, oh, these are the words you're looking for. So you had to dress up as belly dancers and do a little bit of dancing but they didn't have to learn choreography like some of the dancing challenges but they had to go around this room all these belly dancers and uh wait staff and all that uh musicians and everything and find three words to put together to find out the location of this legs pit stop and that was the mule hafid palace uh number one the team that got there first because they were able to find uh, the words to put together in that belly dancing room, that belly dance party. So Team Yell, they won this leg of the race. So I think if there's uh, something more like figuring out a puzzle, like finding those words in that room, uh, that's where they uh, have a leg up and can really uh, jet ahead of people. Whereas that la last week when they had to do this very physical challenge, once they wrap their head around it, that's when they excelled at it. So it, even the physical challenges are only really an obstacle for them if there's uh, kind of a strategy that they're not seeing uh, to really take advantage and be the most efficient with their physicality of it or something. I don't know. But they, they won. Um, Alex and Connor got number two. Team Extreme got number three. And all the way down to number nine. Cedric and Sean, ah, oh, I was so bummed out. But then Phil said those magic words, you are the last to arrive. Aha, there's hope. There's still hope. They're bummed out. They start going into their spiel. They're going out and trying as hard as we can and all that, which is absolutely true. Um, it was just some, some kind of silly mistakes, that they things that they overlooked. There's also a moment when he ran past where to meet back up with Sean after uh, after doing that phone call and everything. Um, just all those little things added up, the exhaustion and everything. Um, but it's a non-elimination leg. They have to do a roadblock next time. Is that what it's called when they have to do something extra? Whatever it is. But they're still in the race. There's still hope. There's still hope that some other team, maybe like the lifeguards, will just totally uh, implode or something. I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of them on screen to know them if I like them or not. So I just I I really like some of these other teams. So I'll just assume heck yeah they're, they're okay whatever they can they can lose the next legs just so <laughs> Zedric and Sean can stay in the race and of course so Team Extreme can get some wins at least stay in the top three. Uh, so yeah, this episode was very fun. If it was another head-to-head -head challenge at the end, uh, I talked about this in the last episode, it would get old and it would it would become a whole different kind of game. Whereas 
we're sprinkled in as uh the pattern seems to be will we see another head-to-head uh challenge next week or we'll have to wait two weeks three weeks how many more of these head-to-head challenges are there um i definitely hope that it's there isn't one at the very end of the race because that would be completely changing the game um that final leg is usually like you know the most exciting because you have no idea what's going to happen whereas it's an equalizer at the very end yeah yeah so anyway that's yeah i really like this episode i am so looking forward to see what happens next um team big brother they got like sixth place or something in this leg which dropped them out of the top three that was a bit surprising for me but i guess team yell popping back up to the top um those three were the top three in the first leg i believe let me double check that real quick um let's see yeah um henry and evan they got third place in the first leg uh, so, so far, the skiers, Team Extreme, Christy and Jen, are the most consistent. Actually, the most consistent, totally overlooked by me, is Trevor and Chris, Team Well Strung. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, uh, that, 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 that team name is so horrible and awesome at the same time. Um, but they're, they're uh, another team that's... I haven't really formed much of an opinion on because we haven't seen a whole lot of them. But looking at the numbers, fourth place every single leg so far, that's super consistent. That's more consistent than anybody else. Uh, Joey and Tim come close. It's sixth place, seventh place, sixth. Um, But everybody has at least two places different between, um, between legs. So... Anyway, that's that's it for this week. I'm so excited to find out what happens in leg four. Where are they off to next? They're headed to France. That should be pretty cool. Um, uh, looking forward to more spoilers, I guess, uh, that leg four and five are in France. And then they head to Czech Republic, then Zimbabwe and uh bahrain hong kong thailand and then back to the united states i assume uh so i i can't wait to see what happens next let me know who you're still rooting for are you rooting for somebody else now whatever your thoughts on this episode are and the race moving forward let me know by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe on itunes write a review on itunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today i watched thanks for tuning in and i'll be back next time for episode four of the amazing race 30 bye